Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Today, we are heading to New Jersey to talk with Sabrina Oso. Sabrina is a TEDx speaker, real estate agent, advocate for safety, and book author. Her latest book, Home Safe Home for You and Me, is out now. So, Sabrina, welcome to the RV. Thank you so much, uh, Lucia. This is so great to be here with you. <laughs> Yes, I'm super happy. We are both now driving, so I'm sure it will be a wonderful conversation on the road. <laughs> yes, 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 sure. Why not? <laughs> Sabrina, as a professional dancer and teacher, you use your amazing performance abilities to educate people. I'm sure our listeners are dying to know, when did you first discover your passion for dance? Well, from when I was very little, actually, very little, uh, I would say I was told uh, outside the house, uh, my parents said I would go to a spot and dance there. I was two, two and a half. But unfortunately, I did not take class as a young kid, uh, you know, like usually uh, dancers, they start uh, four, five, six, seven, eight years old you know, young teenagers, but because of my home environment, I couldn't do that. I started taking classes in my 20s, actually. So I, I, was, I was late in starting to dance, but I always had it in my heart, in my soul, in my being, in my DNA. So yeah, I hope I answered the question. <laughs> yes, I always love hearing how people find their creative outlets, you know. Right. You grew up in a difficult situation that unfortunately happens more often than we think. Yes, um, Sabrina. Right. Can you tell us about your personal experience with abuse, if you don't mind? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, I'm, I've been in and out of therapy for quite some time where I'm comfortable talking about it and, uh, and to kind of, uh, it's healing, you know, when you do talk about it, uh, because you're healing yourself and then you're helping other people. So yeah, uh, my father beat my mother on a regular basis and my mother would beat me and it's very traumatic to live in that type of environment. And really what happens is your life is stolen when you live in that type of environment because you, like you said, it happens more often than we think. And 
I find it very, like when I hear, I, I know families where violence doesn't happen. There's no abuse. There's no chaos. There's no dysfunction. And I get very, I don't want to say envious. That's not the right word. I find it like a miracle. Like, wow, you're safe at home. Wow. <laughs> I. It's like a miracle to me because in my house, there was a lot of screaming and yelling, throwing things, um, police. Uh, oh, my gosh. It was just very, very bad. A verbal, a, a cycle of verbal, physical abuse, like constant. And as a child, it's very traumatic. It's very, it's no way to live. It's like living with a terrorist, you know. Mm -hmm. So... And it wasn't until I started getting therapy at 19 years old that I started to see, like, making the connection, like, why I was acting the way I was. And it's all because of how I grew up. And, you know, if 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 people don't tell you or if you don't get the help that you need in therapy, like, almost, well, that's why you're always in a fight with your partner it's because of how you grew up and you don't even make that connection it's like unconscious like oh yeah you know it's like a, a mirror that's being held in your face and it's, it's like and then you could fix it lucia you know then you can you can make the changes that you need to not repeat the cycle because I have to say as victims or as survivors, I should say, as former victims, we have one job. And that job is to not repeat the same mistakes as your parents, as your step parents. Whoever was violent with you, you don't want to repeat the same mistakes, especially with our children, yeah. with our kids, especially and you have to do your homework. You know, you have to do your, you have to work on yourself every day, every day, you know, so you have to keep that in check in your mind. Like I say to, uh, whenever we do, um, I mean, with COVID, our speaking engagements became a lot less, but now that COVID is kind of, uh, it's kind of subsided when we go into schools whether it be elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, universities, we say to the students, to our audience, you have to keep on the forefront of your mind. You deserve to be in a good relationship. You deserve to be in a good relationships, in a good relationship. You have to say that over and over again, because as kids, you're going to repeat the cycle if you don't keep that in your mind. And, and then you, you start to self harm. You start to get involved with the wrong people. You start to do drugs and alcohol and start cutting yourself. You don't want to do that. You want to know, you want to learn and practice good relationships, whether it be friendships, whether it be with men, with other women, with whatever your sexual orientation is, it doesn't matter when you're dating. Yes, things will go wrong. We're not saying that things are not going to go wrong. You don't get along with someone because whatever the reason is, maybe you like the beach and your partner doesn't like the beach. Maybe your partner likes... Um, likes uh, 
uh, this type of food and you don't like that type of food and, 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 you know, it creates conflict. That's normal. That's fine. It's not a big deal, but it should never, ever, ever cross the line of abuse. Not verbally, not physically, not sexually, never, never, never. So, you know, you, you have experiences, you break up, you, you date other people. It's okay but you don't want to be abusive. And this is a practice, Lucia. It's very important. This is a practice. It's not one and done. And you have to keep in check with yourself. And we say this to students, especially to elementary boys and girls, because we have to teach boys that in order to become a man, you don't treat women and girls as commodities, objects, and products. Same thing with the girls. Yes. Uh, uh, you, you don't be submissive. You don't sacrifice. You don't uh, be abusive. You have to treat them with respect. And respect is the biggest ingredient in a good, oh-so-safe household, as we like to say. Boys and girls, we, we say... You want to have respect at all times. You can disagree, but always be respectful. So we teach this in our seminars, in our workshops for students in schools of all ages. Yeah, this should be a thought in schools. Right, right. Yeah, very important. It should be basic. It should be foundational. You know, like it's great that we teach our student, teach our, our kids in school languages and biology and anatomy and physics and algebra and all of that. But if you don't teach them how to interact with one another in relationships, in friendships, in With, with yourself, like have a good relationship with yourself, especially if you, if you are, if home is hell, well, that person is going to be lost and they're going to vent uh, and vent in unhealthy ways. And then they're going to repeat the violence. We don't need that in our society. We don't need more of that. We want to break the cycle. We want to practice safety. We want to practice respect. And I say this to my niece, who's not safe at home. And I'm working very hard to, uh, to get her safe and to actually live with me because The cycle was repeated in her life, unfortunately. And we have something called oh-so-safe kids, where we are teaching kids how to be oh-so-safe, how to give them a voice to children. Because um, I have to say, waiting until they're 18 years old is a big mistake. And the laws, the courts, the judges, the child protective service agencies are horrible, Lucia. And I'm speaking from personal and professional experience. Horrible. They don't know what they're doing. And we, we say in Oso Safe Certified Properties, we give children the right to speak on behalf of their own safety. Why wait until they're 18? 
as long as they can communicate, I'm not safe with mommy and daddy. They always fight. They beat me up. I'm sexually abused. I'm verbally abused. Well, if there's an aunt, an uncle, a grandparent, a close family friend that's willing to take them in, why not? At two, three, four, five, six, seven years old, it's better than waiting until they're 18. By then, it's too late, Lucia. It's too late. So I'm sorry if I'm going off on a tangent, but it's all related. You know, it's all like the relatable voice. <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, you are here for that. I watched your TEDx talk, which was just fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. And I see that you prefer to say home violence than domestic violence. Could you elaborate on that? Sure. And thank you for raising that uh, question. Um, domestic violence has such a stigma to, that it's a woman's problem, and clearly it is not. And secondly, it assumes that all of the victims are female, and that's not true either. So we prefer to say home violence. It's more inclusive because everybody lives in some type of residence, right? Whether you live in a townhouse, a co-op, a condo, a single family home, a multifamily dwelling, a two family home, a villa, a mansion, a mobile home, you could be living in a dormitory, a senior community. People will connect more with home violence than domestic violence. So your home, and, and I, we do this on purpose, like home violence, like, wait a minute, Sabrina, it's like an oxymoron. There should be no violence in any home. Right, exactly. If it's a true home, where you, that's why we say home sweet home, right? Home safe home. There's that element of respect in the home. So, so we say, Exactly. If it's a true home, there's no violence. There's no abuse, no verbal, physical, sexual abuse, no chaos, no dysfunction. So we're working hard at Oso Safe to remove the violence, remove the abuse, because then it's a true home. So we want to be inclusive, like, because a lot of victims are male, you know, and And, and violence is horrible either way, whether the, 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 the male is getting abused or the woman, the female is getting abused. And I could tell you the children suffer the most. And I was one of them. I should know they suffer the most. And, and then, you know, in homes, there are children of all ages. There's pets. There's all of these dynamics ha are in, in a residence, you know, so. And if it's a true home, there should be no abuse of any kind. So we prefer to say home violence. And we invite all of our uh, uh, listeners, whoever we interview with, to say home violence versus domestic violence. I understand now. And you said something like home, sweet home. How did your experience let to the creation of your musical, Home Sweet Home. Yes, yes, Home Sweet Home. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I 
wrote, choreographed, and performed a one-woman show. It was called Home Sweet Home, question mark. Mm-hmm. And I, I play, um, in fact, I, I performed it with my dance students at the time. This was a number of years ago. But I play different women being abused. She goes to her good place. That's where the dancing comes in. But then she's pulled back into the terror of violence. And I wanted the show to be really educational, entertaining, uh, empowering, encouraging. And I did a lot of research for the show. And I could not believe the statistics, um, Lucia, that I was finding. Like, I knew my own pain and suffering with violence, but I didn't know how common it was. I couldn't believe the statistics. So I said to myself, I need to make this into a business, a bona fide business with products and services. So Oso Safe was born out of that one woman show, Home Sweet Home. And by the end of the show, it's Home Sweet Home exclamation point. Okay. So it's kind of like a... um a statement, a, a, a very strong statement to say, we're not going to put up with this nonsense anymore. You should be safe at home. Whatever home is for you and whoever you live with, let's stop with the nonsense with, oh, he beat me up. She beat me up. We abused the kids. Like as if this is common, like as if this is accepted. No way. Assolutamente no. I'm Italian. Sei italiana. And I, sì, sì, sono italiana, sì. E lo so che, uh, che, che um, uh, sei italiana anche, anche te, no? Sì. Anche sì. voi, sì? Ah, sì. Ecco. And I said to myself, this is inacceptable, unacceptable, inexcusable. Uh, the norm should be no violence, no abuse only respect so that so we're working very hard at also safe to make safety a required standard condition of residency punto finito la period over and out safety has to become a required standard condition of residency in real estate forget um we respect the nonprofits but they almost keep it in place, the problem. We are saying, pay us. We will get your property also safe certified. That way it's resolved right in residency, a paid service. That way it gets resolved. None of this, oh, well, uh, put money in the buckets and then we'll resolve it because we're a nonprofit. No, 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 no. No, it has to be resolved in residency. Let's make this a standard. That way, abusers do not get away with half the things they get away with. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What an amazing company, Sabrina. 
You Thank founded, you. Yes, you founded also SAFE. And it's really great what you guys do. I was reading about your work. And the sad truth is that 75% of all crimes done to women, let's say women, are not even reported as I saw in your TEDx. And you mentioned holistic and technological solutions. What should we as a society do to prevent the abuse from even happening? I know that is very, it's a very difficult question, but please let us know. Yes. Well, this is what we are doing at Oso Safe by combining education and technology to promote safety and prevent it. When we say prevent, it you know if you think about your health right you do things to prevent certain things from happening whether it be your dental work or uh care of your heart your your cardiology you know uh, um uh your digestive system your your whatever it is so that means that You do things as you go along in life. You don't wait until something for something to happen because then it's too late. It's the same thing with safety, with making safety a required standard condition of residency. We have something called OSO safe certifications for properties where we are saying, and we want this to propagate over all residency, whether you rent, whether you own, whether you have a mortgage or not. But right now we are focusing on landlords and tenants. We're saying, okay, Mr. and Miss Landlord, hire us, we'll get your property also safe certified. What does that mean? They purchase the also safe home sweet home package. It consists of a policy, a seminar, an app, and therapists assigned to the property. So four components. The policy basically states, I as a landlord, I promise to provide you a safe space for you to live. You in turn is my tenant. You promise to not act in any way, shape or form abusively. Otherwise you, the abuser only gets immediately evicted from the premises. And we go into full knowledge knowing that that would be the consequences. So there's no surprise. And then the rest of the family can stay, provided that they could still pay the rent or the mortgage. And as I mentioned before, Lucia, children have a say on who they want to live with. If mommy and daddy are abusive, both are abusive. So that's the policy. The seminar is everybody gets educated on facts, statistics, warning signs, definitions of abuse, the difference between abuse and discipline, what constitutes a good relationship. All adults and children get educated and we use our book as a staple to kind of set the stage for children to say who they feel safe with. Now we know that children can lie. They could say, yeah, I'm safe with mommy and daddy, but, but rest assured, we know Abusers can only put their poker face on that they're good parents for only so long. Their true colors will come out sooner than later. So in the education, it's the Oso oh Safe Home Sweet Home uh, seminar. Everybody gets educated. So that's the second component. The third component is the app. 
I hired a software company to design an app to detect violent-like movements. So if you have, let's say, 10 units, well, the app is going to detect, oh, in my unit two and in my unit 10, you just beat the crap out of her in my unit two and you just beat the crap out of him in, in my unit 10. This is grounds for eviction. I saw you. It's right here. And you saw it too. You get the alert. And this is grounds for eviction. So it, it eliminates the he said, she said factor. That's the third component. Then the fourth component, the final component, is we have therapists assigned to the property. Once a month as residents, you are required to check in with, their, with your therapist once a month. Is everything okay? Do you feel like anything is looming? Well, actually, therapist, we have a problem with our kid. They were involved in a bullying situation. Can you help us through this? We're not going to beat them up. We're not going to verbally disparage them. We are. We know better than that. But help us through this. All of these components working together, Lucia, makes for an oh-so-safe certified property. Our logo gets put outside of the of the property. So that way anybody driving recognizes the logo and says, aha, I want to live there versus a property that's not also safe certified, because I know that if and when violence occurs, they have systems and mechanisms in place to diminish it and prevent it. So all of these components working together makes for prevention. We don't wait for an episode of violence. And before we hand over the keys to the tenant, they have to do the seminar. They have to sign the policy. The technology gets installed and they have to check in with their therapist. All of these components makes for better residency, safer residency. Done. So this is what we are introducing into the real estate industry. I love it. I love Thank it. You. Wow. Thank you. It's unbelievable. And your creativity knows no bounds. Yeah, because I, I know I thought long and hard about how I grew up. And I said to myself, what did I need? What What did I need? What would have helped me? So um, I... I developed all of these components and and I we believe this is a new way of residency. We're establishing a new norm, but essentially this should be this should have been done centuries ago, you long know. Time. So yes. it's long 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 overdue, but but this is how it should be. And if you already are, are, you already practice safety, if you already are respectful in your household, this will just put it on the map. It'll put it in writing and you just practice it even more. There's no harm. There's no negative to it, really. <laughs> it's just reinforcing it and you're going to now do it as a regular part of life, if you don't already. Yeah, totally. And Sabrina, also, you published a children's book called Home Safe Home for You and Me. Can you tell us quickly what the book is about? 
Yes, it's basically giving voice for children, you know, giving a voice to children and to to explain a, a, a respectful household and a non-respectful household to really put it in, in, in a children's book so that way kids understand, ah, I, I'm in a respectful household or I'm not in a respectful household. And that and to say to them, it's not your fault, kids. If and I have pictures in there where where it shows um if daddy is beating up mommy or mommy is beating up daddy to say, you're not crazy kids. This is not normal. This is not right. And who they feel safe with. And I say in the book, think, who do you feel safe with? Is it a grandma, grandpa, an aunt, an uncle, a close family friend? Well, that's where you need to live. That's who you should be living with. And I encourage children in the book to say, and I, I introduce it as a cheer. We're going to learn a cheer. Think about who you feel safe with, that, and, and you're going to learn a cheer. And the cheer is, I want to live where I am also safe, and I am also safe with fill in the blank, whoever that is. And I get them to repeat it, and it introduces the idea to give them voice, Lucia, because so many kids are suffering. 15 million children are not safe at home in the U.S. alone. And those are just the ones that we know about. And this is wrong. This is wrong. So we're trying to give voice to them to say, you could speak out. Don't go home. Stay at school. Say your cheer. And until the teachers and the principal and the superintendent listen to you don't go home because home is not safe you take me where i'm safe and this is a practice it's a practice it's it's um it's to get them to open their eyes and say you have choice kids you have choice why should you live in terror in 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 abuse no 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 so it, the book is a, um, it's giving them voice. It's letting them know that they have choice and that we're working hard to make that happen. I know this is just an audio recording, but this is the book. It's just giving them autonomy over their lives way before 18 years old, you know, and we explain it very simply, very clearly in the book. That's fantastic. And I am going to publish an article about you and your book in the magazine. Yes. So our listeners will be able to learn a little bit about you, your books, your company. Also, so also safe. safe. Also safe. Thank you. Of course, Sabrina, what a great work you are doing. And what advice would you give to someone who is currently experiencing abuse or knows someone who is and is unsure of how to speak or how to seek help or support. Right. right. Yeah, thank you for asking that. 
the first thing that you have to know is that it's not your fault, you know, because victims are always blamed, that they're always blamed. Why don't you leave? Why don't you leave? And I and I, I talk about this in my TEDx talk. It's not easy to leave. We say this in our seminars. There are 50 reasons why victims don't leave. 50, and we go over them, 50, 5 zero. So it's not that easy to leave. It's not that easy to leave. Everything from religion to you have children, uh, maybe your abuser is the breadwinner in the household. You have shame, you have guilt, you're scared. You're, you're, you're downright scared. It's not Threatening. that easy. Threatening, yeah, sometimes. Right. right, being threatened all the time, uh, and so all of these components are at work, are, are at play. So it's not easy to leave. And we say, I'd also say, and in my TEDx talk, I explain, if you enter into a real estate contract with someone, why should you leave? Make the abuser leave. Get the abuser out. Why should you leave? And then you have kids. And then you're running around like a refugee. Why? Perché? For what? Absolutamente no. You stay right where you are. You stay right where you are. It's the abuser that has to go and not come back. So I want to say to your listeners, know that it's not your fault. You're not alone. Even though you feel alone, go to therapy. Any any therapy that you could get, um, whether it be with the group or one-on-one, it'll help you open your eyes and, and that way you could say, wow, uh, I didn't know I had choice. So a therapist will help you. And mind you, not all therapists are created equal. So you may have to try on a few therapists, but you're going to know you have a good therapist that is right for you. If after the session, you feel a little less heavy, this is very important because as a victim, you feel very heavy. You have the weight of the world on you. But if you go to a therapist that makes you feel a little less heavy, that's your therapist. And I want to say as best as you can, and what we're doing is fairly new, but we are making residency, we're changing the face of residency, get us into your properties, go on my website and say to your if you live in a, in a, in a, in a rental, get your landlord and you don't have to say anything. You could say, look, I, I heard about this company. Oh, so safe. Why don't you hire them to get your property? Oh, so safe certified. And we could begin to clean it up. If you will clean it up of the abuse of the violence, the chaos, the dysfunction. Um, and also I want to say, and this is very important and this is on a personal level, do not give any pornographic material to our children, to our uh, boys, because pornography is a big driver of violence. We're not talking, Lucia, about sexual freedom. If you're, you know, you date somebody, you have a good experience, great. We're not talking about that pornography, which is about bondage, domination, sadism, masochism, about controlling, dominating. That is a big driver of violence. Stay away from that. Don't buy it. Don't engage in it. Don't participate in it. 
I'm going through something personal and it has to do with my niece. Uh, and that's another interview altogether. But um, pornography is a big driver of violence. So I want to say to your listeners, stay away from it. It has no business being in any household. And the Internet is a big driver of it. And it's not harmless. And I want to say women are also involved in the harming. Uh, they're called financial dominatrices. They do the abusing and they are sex abusers and they live in our towns under the radar and they are dangerous women. They're not women, essentially. Uh, the men that do pornography and the women that do pornography, specifically BDSM, they are sex abusers. Very harmful for children. They should be nowhere near any child of any age at any time. Um, but like I said, that could be another interview all, all, all together. But just to give you some tips to your listeners, I, I hope I answered the question. Yes, wonderful. You have to come back, uh, Sabrina, to talk about this subject because this is super important and kids shouldn't be exposed to pornography whatsoever no right. and you are already right. invited to come back thank you i will i will thank you so much thank you <laughs> and where can we find you sure the website is uh, ososafe.com o-s-s-o-s-a-f-e.com uh, we are on all of the major social media platforms uh, facebook linkedin twitter instagram tiktok and we have a YouTube channel, Oso Safe Kids, that kids can go on. And we talk openly about abuse, uh, about safety, about respect. And on the TikTok, we talk about uh, Oso Safe Kids to kind of empower kids and to give them a voice that they have choice and to talk openly about abuse. And also my, my book is on Amazon.com. I, I think I saw it also on Target.com. It's being sold on BarnesandNobles.com, but mainly Amazon.com. And if you just search Sabrina Oso, it, it comes up. You know, okay. all of that comes up. So thank you. Thank you, Sabrina, for your time and for... Doing what you're doing, we need more people doing this. So I really appreciate you. I learned so much. Thank you, Lucia. Thank you for the opportunity. We appreciate it so much. You were a wonderful host. Thank you so much for the positive feedback as well. We, we greatly appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. <laughs>